This trip has been a perfect example of an exercise in bringing less, but yesterday that bit us in the butt. Sarah got hurt, and if I was a good Boy Scout traveler, I would, would have had the antiseptic ointment and some Band-Aids, but we didn't have that with us. So, Band-Aids. Oh, just, just to clarify, Sarah says that she had four Band-Aids with her. Okay, so she had four Band-Aids with her, and... We had to, it wasn't enough, so we had to head into town and see if we could find some band-aids and antiseptic ointment. We are sitting on our balcony at the place we've rented, and it overlooks Puerto Vallarta. It's an incredible view. The street that leads up here is a dead end right below us. You know, motorcycles, like little two-cylinder Hondas, are crazy popular here. I would say, what would you say the age demographic would be of people coming up here? It's been maybe like 20s to 30s-year-olds. That are down there? Yeah. Oh, Matt, I would say probably 16 to 25. Unless I'm way off. Kids will ride up a couple of them per motorcycle up here on the point. And they were here, they were outside all night. There's a couple of them sitting right here below us. 8.30 in the morning, smoking down this joint. And you know, just about to jump on that motorcycle and ride through the city of Puerto Vallarta. (laughs) One helmet between the two of them. Like it is crazy how much freedom a motorcycle is a motorcycle to me is just a symbol of freedom yeah i should put that in a word sometimes the uh, theory or the levels of freedom that transportation brings you and as you move up into those your view of your experience of the place you are lessens so as your freedom grows your experience of the of the details yeah. Anyway, that's besides the point. Yeah, so I think yeah, so I think it would be the highest amount of freedom of it would be an airplane to opens up the world to you. But you're seeing the least amount of the places that you're that you're visiting or flying over, I'll say. And then okay, maybe from there drops down to like a train. You're seeing more or then a car and you're definitely getting to stop more. Absolutely, between a bicycle and a car would be a motorcycle because one of the most magical things about that is you're actually experiencing the microclimates of the places uh, and the, temp- the temperature shifts that as you ride over a hill and down into a valley, you experience like, okay, it's more humid, it gets colder. And then from that, the bicycle, which is slower, and then walking is well, maybe even before bicycle. I don't know why I'm going on this tangent. I think it's I just <laughs> just decided. Okay, for bicycle, then it goes down to scooter. Scooter would be just barely under bicycle. I'm going full into this, figuring this out. Then scooter would be, and then rollerblades are definitely under a scooter or a powered uh, skateboard. Like rollerblades and skateboard, I would put together, and then walking, is it is the very base level of everything you're walking past you're getting all those little details so i remember getting my first motorcycle or my first driver's license man it's so easy to forget like the, the freedom of just i could go anywhere i want and also what's interesting to me is as your transportation 
of travel changes. So does your packing and what you're able to bring and how you bring it. As I think about travel, my approach to packing and how much I bring has changed. I've Over the years, the people I've talked to, I've never met someone who, after years of travel, brags about always bringing more each trip and the ability to like, okay, push themselves. How much can I bring this trip? No, it seems to me the more someone travels, the more they nerd out and obsess about bringing less with them. This trip has been a perfect example of an exercise in bringing less, but yesterday that bit us in the butt. Sarah got hurt, and if I was a good Boy Scout traveler, I would, would have had the antiseptic ointment and some Band-Aids, but we didn't have that with us. So, oh, just to clarify, Sarah says that she had four Band-Aids with her. Okay, so she had four Band-Aids with her, and... We had to, it wasn't enough, so we had to head into town and see if we could find some band-aids and antiseptic ointment. How's your knee feeling now? Um. Wait a second, I'll find you. I'm coming. Uh, I gotta stand up. Oh, get this old man back. I'm gonna come find you. Let's go. Uh, I'm coming. I'm getting over here. It feels so-so. Very goopy. Well, that was worth it. So it wasn't anything super serious. Sarah just scraped her knee in the top of her foot, but it was bleeding, so we needed to head into town and see what we could find. Wow. We are looking for band-aids. Yes. And maybe like, I scratched my knee, like an antibacterial yeah. ointment. Do you want a wrap? No, or? my foot feels fine. Okay. I think we'll be good with just okay. this. It's not bad. It's just a little scrape. <laughs> 10% off all oh. medication. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Onward to whatever we want. What do you need next? Beer? Tacos? Mm -hmm. All right. Let's do that. Later that evening at a taco bar. Real quick. Hi, Jack. How's your knee feeling? Knee's feeling decent, yes. I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna survive. How's the foot feeling? Like nothing. Which is weird. Okay, give me your give me your opinion on this. Tell me if I'm way off. One of the the number one things, travel theory, let's say, that I've changed in my mind is I feel like when I first started traveling, my mindset when it came to packing things was a more of a Boy Scout theory. Pack whatever you think you might need, just in case. Totally. And at there is value in that. Yes. You're ready for anything. We are not ready for anything. When I like when I when I pare that thought down, I essentially view myself sitting in front of our dining room table, where I normally pack. We, you and I, <laughs> that's where I pack. I view myself standing in front of a dining room table covered with shit I'm going to bring on a trip and thinking, not should I bring this, will I use it? And that defines whether I should bring something for me yeah. in the past. As we've been traveling more, that has changed into, that, that changed first into will I use this 
enough to excuse bringing it and lugging it around the whole trip. Yeah. And then the second, the second level past that was for me. I think the mindset is the, the mindset that's that's beyond that is only pack the things you absolutely need to survive and plan on the things you didn't bring, using it as an excuse to go to the local grocery store or pharmacy and pick those up. So I feel so if that's your thing, packing super minimalistic. The first entry point into doing that was our last trip when we went to Vienna. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to bring an umbrella. If it's going to... For years, we've... You act like it was planned. You were just, like, cutting space and didn't bring one. And then we're like, oh, shit, it's rainy. So then I went... We went to... It was at the train station and picked up a piece of... Torn on this concept because that's why that's why it's interesting. We also have great umbrellas that are great travel umbrellas. We've already paid for them. We're not adding more waste into the universe. Yeah. So if you think you'll probably need it, I think you should bring it. Not buy a duplicate. That's garbage. It's exactly why I wanted to chat with you about this because I feel like today was the ultimate version of this. It was the. The ultimate version of approaching travel and packing minimally would, as a Boy Scout, would be, well, you need to bring, what if someone gets hurt, you need to bring uh, Band-Aids and septic equipment. What if something rips, you should probably bring needle and thread and, like, be always be prepared, that mindset. Which you can't be prepared for everything. Today, sh- shit hit the fan with you. No, shit didn't hit the fan. I slept at the pool like a loser, and my knee and foot were all bloody. But I brought Band-Aids. You had three Band-Aids. Four. Four Band-Aids. <laughs> but it wasn't enough to cover the whole situation. We didn't have antiseptic ointment. And so now we find ourselves in Puerto Vallarta having to walk through town and find antiseptic ointment and more Band-Aids for it. And what value did that bring to us? It did bring value to us. This is no fucking point. I have no answers. There's no answers to this. Other than... I'm just questioning shit. The whole point of this podcast is me... Like, I think people think... that been People that have been reaching out to me with the podcast have been, like, saying, Oh, you're doing this podcast because you have answers to a curious approach to life and you want to talk to people and you're always positive and you're always thinking about, like, Oh, this is the best way. No, no. At the core of me doing this podcast is the fact that I'm calling bullshit. The being a, living a curious life is calling bullshit on the things you held dear as truths. Yeah. And questioning those things and realizing, oh, the way I approach this now, it might not be the best way for me forever. And for sure as hell is not the best way for everybody, always. And so for me... I'm just thinking, even today was a great example of we, we packed at more minimal for this trip than we've ever packed before, and we didn't, we had a the smallest medical emergency we possibly could have, and we figured out, it was all right, we, we found a local store, and so I have no point other than this to say, I don't know, I'm just like using this shit as a clearing up of the real point of this is just calling out my own bullshit or at the, or maybe even better said is all those really easy answers for me for the longest time in life a lot of them are just cheap and they don't work yeah. 
we live in a world of bullshit travel influencers who have the answer of how here's how you should pack, here's how you should travel, here's how you should do stuff. No, the only thing I've understood about travel is that every single time you go on a trip, you do something, you travel outside your comfort zone, you learn something that you didn't have in the past. Every single trip of ours we do different because we learned something we didn't learn last time. And because every trip is different. I mean, this trip's a weird one. Rob Morgan is an internationally touring bassist on a journey to discover what it means to live a curious life. At thecuriouspod.com, you'll find an archive of conversations recorded all over the world, a map of recording locations, a weekly newsletter, and official podcast merchandise. Rob is recording a daily podcast where he's sharing insights into the creative journey and the secrets to living a curious life that he's discovered from over a decade of traveling the world with music. We here at Curious Endeavors have told him this is probably a mistake and he's an idiot to attempt it, but he won't budge, so that's where we're currently at. We hope you'll enjoy.